0: Hi everyone, Scott Johnson here on behalf of Unfriend Me. Do you like good podcasting? Do you like this show? I've got some great news for you. If you answered yes to either of those questions, you can now support us at Patreon.com/unfriendme. That's Patreon.com/unfriendme.
1: Well, if you like that over bloated toy commercial totally invalidating the last 10 years of my fandom then you're a big fat idiot
0: (laughs) oh yeah well i think the world of movies owes a debt of gratitude to all these capes and cows from the marvel comics universe
1: oh yeah well if you liked avengers call it infinity war
0: Hello everybody, welcome back to Unfriend Me. This is episode, who knows what number, for Unfriend Me. It's uh, May 1st, 2018. Scott Johnson here with Justin Robert Young. And uh, you may know what we're going to talk about. Should we just warn him now? Should we just say, don't listen? A
1: few few bits of housekeeping. We decided this morning that we are going to delay the Electoral College episode until next week. Because uh, every once in a while... Scott and I, uh, many of you know that this, this show has kind of gone through a few different <laughs> iterations. Uh, uh, and the first, the earliest, the alpha I- iteration of this program was just us spoiling, doing a spoiler rich conversation about movies. And then that morphed into Hotline Monday, which was pop culture discussion with Collins. And then that morphed into Unfriend Me, the show that you know and love today that is about serious topics with uh, Collins. So if uh, this is going to be a little bit of a bonus. You are going to get an extra episode here. We're not going to read the feedback from polyamory. Polyamory will be next week with uh, uh, the electoral college because most of the emails I'm sure we're going to get about this are going to be spoilers. And that would be something weird if we jam that into the front of the an electoral college episode. It just makes more sense. And that way you're not missing anything. If you don't want to listen to this episode because you haven't seen the movie yet. So next week, polyamory emails and electoral college. And by the way, let me just say to all you poly people out there, jump in the gun. Everybody who is pro poly wrote in before we even did the episode. And then we do the episode And all the anti-poly people wrote in. So I'm just going to let all you guys know, all the feedback so far is all anti-polyamory. So I I had faith in you. Maybe all you guys looked at each other and said, well, we don't need to write in because Justin was joking about how many people were going to write in. Turns out I was wrong. So Mm -hmm. if you want to write in, show at gmail.com. If you're pro polyamorous, otherwise you guys are going to get a face full of poop next week.
0: Yeah. Big time. Uh, that surprised me a little bit. Honestly, we got all the positivity and all the pro uh, ahead of the episode and on the episode. And yeah. Every, everybody else just sat there stewing on it and then popped off at the last minute. So uh, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be an interesting week next week. I like the idea that we're putting off electoral college a little bit. It's like a recount, you know, we got to we got to make sure all these hanging chads are accounted for uh, before we get to that damn thing. But also, this movie just kind of came, and it went boom, and we did this with Last Jedi. We used to do this with uh, all sorts of stuff before the rebranding of yeah. the show. And uh, like Last Jedi here on Unfriend Me, it's a chance for us to talk about it in full. That means yeah, and this, spoilers. This
1: is not This is not going to be with every... We're not going to do one of these for Batman and the Wasp or, no. or anything. You know, this is really just... We won't do one for Solo this is just for the big, the biggins, the 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 ones that kind of cast tremendous ripples across the pond of geekdom for yeah. which we all live our lives.
0: Absolutely. And the other uh, thing I wanted to mention is there is a perhaps a subtopic that can happen here. It's sort of up to up to the listeners if they want to participate in this part of it. But a subtopic that is, um, uh, you know what? Spoiler culture is it killing us slowly, or is it important to shield ourselves? from any sort of information about things before they happen. When when are we taking it too far, that sort of thing? So if you're looking for something to unfriend us over, certainly that's yeah. there. Uh, we both really liked the movie, so uh, we're not going to have opposing opinions much, I think, on the film itself. But, uh, you know, chance to talk about 10 years of MCU. How did they do? How are they doing? What do we think of the future? Uh, does uh, the, the ending of this film pretend... Uh, much for us and that sort of thing so so strap in uh tuck it in and let's go <laughs> uh, uh
1: all right so let's go ahead and start out at the beginning i think we'll get our opinions out there and then we can continue to talk about it and take calls uh of course if you would like to give us a call then uh and look somebody else uh during the weekend for viva tms vegas uh said You know, uh, this has been very, very helpful because me telling everybody to put this number in their phone has facilitated calls that otherwise wouldn't happen. So I'm asking you yet again, one more time, throw this one in your phone, will you now? (laughs) 801-285-9395. Again, 801-285-9395. Put it in your phone under unfriend me. You'll be able to call in whenever you might be hearing us live, but you're driving, doing something else. You you forgot you you get one of the numbers wrong because I say it weird. Go ahead and enter it in right now. 801-285-9395. And we will take your calls as soon as we get done with our initial impressions of the movie. Scott, what did you think?
0: Mm. All right. So I saw it in Vegas for the TMS Vegas meetup. One other note on that point. A uh, whole lot of you clapped and got real loud when we asked who listens to unfriend me in the uh, in the audience we have there, the live one that made uh, made me very happy to hear that. So uh, huge thanks to you guys, and hopefully you're all listening to this. Um, anyway, we went on. F- oh yeah, no, no. By the way, by the way, I don't think I got asked about any
1: show I do more, including Night Attack, including Jerry, current, I mean, politics, 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 and unfriend me were the top two. And Unfriend Me, I think, was uh, Head and Shoulders Above. So yeah. I'm very, very happy to hear that this show has kind of caught on.
0: I agree. Also, I thought PPP was now polyamory, polyamory, polyamory. No? You didn't change it?
1: <laughs> well, I mean, we are in the Bay Area. But no, it's going gonna, it's gonna <laughs> to remain as politics, politics, politics for the foreseeable.
0: Future. Okay, fair enough. So uh saw it on Saturday. Uh, just for context reasons, I saw it in a, a brand new or relatively new theater that's uh, sort of on the side of kind of the Alamo Drafthouse uh, mode, like reserve you get, get some food and drink. Yeah, reserve your seats. They'll bring you food. They'll you tap off your drinks, whatever, in the middle of the movie. That sort of thing. Lots of reclining seats. That sort of stuff. So uh, definitely aiming toward that sort of uh, that sort of experience in the theater. Actual theater experience was great in terms of sound and video. Looked great, no problems. Uh, the movie was awesome. It's the first time I've seen a uh, a Marvel movie in a while where I was like, oh my gosh, I got to go right back and see that again because I want to see more of it. I want to see stuff I missed. I want to go through that again. That feeling of needing to see a movie again almost immediately is kind of rare for me. I'm usually just fine to wait until uh, later or DVD or even sometimes I just see it the once and never have to worry about it again. Um, for example, I'm not in any rush to see, I loved Ant-Man, but I don't need to see it twice. I'm good for now. Maybe down yeah. the road, it'd be like, oh, well, let's do an MCU marathon and we'll watch everything. But I'm in no rush to go see Ant-Man since the, the, the theater. That was enough for me. That's true of most of these movies. Guardians one, I saw twice in theaters. Um, Avengers one, I saw twice in theaters. There's a couple other examples like that, but normally I reserve that sort of thing for like Star Wars or something like that. This is the first time in a long while. Maybe since Mad Max Fury Road, where I have been this quick to want to turn right around and see it again. So we're doing that tonight um, for our second viewing. And I have no misgivings about it. There's no part of me that says, ah, you really want to spend the money again? And do you not want to? Like, I always have those feelings when everyone begs to see it twice. Not this time. I am genuinely stoked to see it again. And I think that if I had to give you one reason why I really liked it, since we're talking just general impressions here... Um, And we can get all kinds of specifics with your calls and everything else. But I think the number one reason for me is they made Thanos, uh, despite the fact that he's primarily a mocap CGI character, uh, one of the most compelling, not just villains in the MCU, but characters in the MCU. And he really carried this movie in a big way for me. Um, I think that was awesome. And if you take that and combine it with their choice, of having, uh, basically crossover comics happening in the movie, uh, as a way to sort of separate all these, this huge number of characters we had to deal with. They had them go off in teams and they were weird teams, Thor and Rocket Raccoon, uh, freaking, uh, Peter Quill, Peter Parker, uh, Tony Stark and Dr. Strange all hanging out. Uh, weird, you know, and they're all in literally different parts of the universe while this is happening. And that yeah. really worked for me, like really paid off as a choice. So uh, I loved it. It's probably now my favorite thing Marvel's ever done. I really like Winter Soldier. I think this I think this beats that.
1: Oh, wait, I hate I've and we've said this before. I hate the ranking, the MC ranking, specifically since we've just gotten so built on top of built on top of built on top of all these movies. So yeah. it's like. You couldn't have Avengers Infinity War without any of the movies that people are like, well, I don't know. I like the Winter Soldier. Well, you couldn't have this one without <laughs> that one. So, like, how are we even going to like, OK, well, if I subtract how much I liked in, uh, Winter Soldier from Infinity War, does Infinity War still beat
0: Ultron? I don't know. Let's go to the calculus. Yeah. it needs to, You know what it starts needing to be? It needs to be which one. <laughs> and, yeah. No. You know what? You're right. There is no which one. Honestly, let's quit ranking them. And there's too many of them.
1: Also, I I really liked Winter Soldier.
0: Oh, yeah, you've got your Robert Redford thing. You don't like that stuff.
1: I don't even know if it's it's my favorite Captain America
0: movie. Oh, my gosh. That's That's, that's intense right there. That's an intense statement from Justin Robert Young. I enjoyed
1: Civil War a lot more. Uh, for, for, For the reason that I... I thought Civil War, which was also directed by the Russo brothers, I guess so is Winter Soldier, uh, was the, the first time that I saw a Marvel movie really take a a, a lot of chances. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, by the time that I got to the ending of Infinity War, it reminded me a lot of Civil War in that, look, Civil War ends with the uh, a triumphant Baron Zemo finally being able to kill himself and Black Panther's stopping him from killing himself. This is not exactly the like, oh, we found the who's-a-what's-it. Stop the glowing light in the sky. Hooray! <laughs> like, uh, and uh, Iron Man has a funny quip. It's like everybody is either in jail or hates each other. Uh, uh, the, the Even the bad guy can't kill himself. It, it's just a, a total bummer downer of an ending, and this, similarly, is a total bummer downer of an ending. Mm -hmm. I loved both of them. And I I think really, if there's any criticism that you could have, it is that, well, we know all these people aren't dead, which obviously, because if we were to take the ending of this movie seriously, it would tank the Disney stock, considering how many, and and the Sony stock, considering how many previously announced films uh, uh, have, have been invalidated based on the ending of this movie. But that's not the movie's fault. That, I mean, that's storytelling. Like, follow along with the story. If you want spoilers, then spoiler. The uh, heroes are going to win. The fact that the heroes have temporarily not won in this film uh, uh, is is fun. It's great. It, you get to have a different experience.
0: Yeah. Also, props to the filmmakers for figuring out a way to, uh, well, uh, we talked about this this morning, but they fooled me. They fooled me into thinking that. These were going to be, uh, that is to say, this movie and Avengers 4 were going to be a lot more separated or a lot more uh, self-contained than, it, than they clearly are going to be. Uh, I didn't realize how direct sequel it would be because the way this thing ends, which is basically... Uh, left uh, Avengers, the colon left. happens.
1: He goes yeah. clap, clap, snap, and 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 the snap happens, and half of the universe is gone. Yeah, half the universe so goes. So many of our heroes.
0: Now the question is: Are they gone in terms of like shoved to another dimension? Are they dead? Are they meant to have never existed? Like, there's all a lot of theories going on about that. Uh, I don't think it's a they don't exist. I think it's just him wiping them off the the planet. I think they're dead.
1: I think they're dead, 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 and I think that the, without getting into guessing, specula- speculation on do, as to what's going to happen later, I think that there's a reason why the new guys went away and some of the old guys were there, because I do think that they're going to pay... That there are going to be consequences and it is going to result in sacrifice from some of the people that are still there.
0: What do you say about the theory that, uh, and this is all in my head. So when I say theory, I don't mean anyone else shares this. So I just totally made this up. But the idea that the ones that disappeared are the ones that are still fine. And, and I know I'm going to go losty here, but the ones that who remain are perhaps the ones that are now in some sort of, you know, uh, What's, it's not purgitude what's a purgatory purgatory, purgatory. <laughs> purgitude
1: <laughs> yeah I mean who knows uh uh maybe maybe it does just go you know full fantastic four and they meet Jack Kirby in heaven and then he sends him back you know you never
0: know <laughs> I'd love that but it's uh the ending is basically for those well if you're listening and you're cool with this there's only probably a few of you who are like I don't care about spoilers tell me whatever the the half of the population of the universe disappears and as it happens a appearing to mostly be random although i think you make a good point about all the old school or all the old guard being there still um all the guardians except for raccoon gone poof bam they're they're dusted yeah um who else uh nick fury is gone in the in the in the teaser thing at the end along with uh what's her name forgot her name colby what's her nuts colby what's her nuts and then you got yeah. uh how how she met her mother that lady. That's who the Colby woman is. <laughs> right. And then uh Spider-Man dead, Peter Parker. Well, I mean dusted. Whatever dusted means that's yeah. he's one of them. Black
1: Panther dead.
0: Yeah, no Black Panther. Uh no uh oh wait, lady uh, remind me if uh, uh what's her name Lady Panther from uh Walking Dead. I can't remember if she poofed or not. I think she's still Man. there. Isn't she still there? Oh, wait, oh,
1: the other the the people from Black Panther? Yeah. I think she Yeah, I think they're all they're all toast.
0: Did they all get dusted? Okay. So everybody dusted apparently outside of uh the names I know are uh the Spider
1: Man gone. Spider Man's dead.
0: Yeah, he's out. You got uh Tony Stark lived, Captain America lived. Although it seemed to be kind of random as to how how and when people would dust. Like there wasn't it wasn't all simultaneously. It was all kind of oh no I'm going too. So it, was if, it was almost as if it was cinematically staged, so you got the most
1: emotion <laughs> out of it.
0: Okay, but this is the problem: you put a bunch of nerds in a room and you make it happen that way, and then they all start nitpicking it and going, "Well, when is it simultaneous? Or were they done? Wait bad? a minute, were they more pure than the other ones? <laughs> exactly, it starts to. You can go down a. You can go down a road, he is what did I'm go saying. Go
1: last because he was a virgin. <laughs>
0: But uh, you got your core group survived, including Bruce Banner. Doctor Strange, yet, by the way. Oh, well. yeah, Doctor Strange. He's out. Yeah. Uh, who else? Who went poof? Uh, it's uh, Black Widow's still there. Uh, yeah, the, you know what? The core Avenger people are kind of still there. The ones that were like Avengers in the Avengers. Yeah. Right? And we, we don't know about uh, Hawkeye because he's not in this.
1: All right. Well, I mean, he's, he's somewhere chopping wood.
0: Uh, <laughs> with an arrow though is what I assume he's got wood on one far end and then he is he's so good and so strong with that bow that it's literally splitting his wood in half
1: alright before we get before we, we go uh, too deep into the end uh, the, the, the movie also kills a lot of people during uh, Loki's dead in the first five minutes so is him uh Gamora probably has the biggest emotional beat in the movie for uh, Thanos, which I think brings everybody into a very uh, a weird state of mind as, as he kind of flexes his emotional muscle a little bit to get the soul stone while he kills Gamora. Yeah. Uh, what did you think about those? Because, I mean, look, for, for everybody who's like, ah, whatever, they'll use the time stone, they'll just rewind it and, and everybody will be alive again. Like, those deaths seem like they're a little bit more permanent.
0: The ones earlier, yeah 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 i'm i'm uh I, I, I was a little shocked, and now Loki's died before and come back and died before and come back, like this isn't this isn't new for him, but what was new there was no apparent backup plan, like he he appears to have been killed and in no small fashion, uh so I think maybe we're really done with Loki, and that bums me out because I think Loki's amazing. And I like Tom Hiddleston a lot. So I don't know what to think about that one.
1: Although, although apparently uh, I read a, I think it was an Empire interview with him that he was legit supposed to be dead in Dark World. Oh, Like him sacrificing for Thor was supposed to be for real dead. And then they screened the movie and the audience was like, yeah, whatever, he'll come back.
0: Well, do you and, think, I mean, and maybe and they're so doing they that now. To. Maybe they'll do that again, well, you know? just bring Well, back. the
1: thing is, I, I don't even know. I have not heard as much of the, I can't believe they killed Loki in this movie because there's so much carnage and death. Yeah, I think if if Loki's is to be gone, he's definitely gone here. Yeah. And also, uh, the other thing is that was in the screenings that they were like, "Oh, okay, Loki's definitely not dead," and so they had to reshoot another scene in, as the ending teaser or, or right before the ending, where it's revealed that he's actually taken over for Odin. So they right. change the movie based on audience reaction. We see no such scene in Infinity
0: War. Right. You know the only Marvel movie I've never seen is Dark World. I still haven't gotten around to it. And now it feels it's weird. A- it feels weird to do it now. Like I don't know. Why? I don't know. It's fun. I don't know. It feels like the it feels like Ragnarok's like better by all accounts and then it's like i don't know i should probably just do it just for continuity right I, I didn't, well, why would you see all the other 50 movies <laughs> instead of the 51st well like- i saw them all kind of when they came out and was made a, a huge priority out of it and then there was something going on with dark world i was gone or family reunion or something and i missed it and then i was like ah, i'll get it we'll see it next week and then that week passed and i was like oh okay well i'm sure we'll see it on video at some point i just never freaking did and It wasn't yeah. on purpose. I wasn't avoiding it. I just never saw it. So I probably should just do that, so I can say I got the whole set. But um, you should
1: see it. I mean, look, it's it's yeah, it's not Ragnarok. It's more like what it is or what it was—a sequel to the first Thor. If you like the first Thor, you'll like the second one. All it's Cat right. it's,
0: Dennings has some funny lines. Oh, I like her. What was she in that? She was the same person
1: she was in the first Thor. Oh, I don't. She was I,
0: don't I forgot she was Jane. Jane. Uh. Uh.
1: uh Natalie Portman's.
0: Assistant or whatever was she uh well oh she's uh, the Nick and Nora's infinite playlist uh cat Dennings that's who that yeah, is. okay one of the one of the pro curls right. oh yeah, right, that terrible comedy that I can't watch for more than five minutes got it anyway she's good though oh no she's great she's in the that show is not as good as she is is all as all I would say there anyway uh,
1: and, and who who among us
0: are always at our best <laughs> right no no offense to anyone involved so uh anyway it, it's uh it's it's real good and I really don't have a lot to complain about. Honestly, it's, it's hard for me to think of stuff.
1: Well, no, no, no. All right. So what, so what did you think about how they split up the teams? Cause oh, the, the yeah, movie yeah. effectively uh, uh, follows two different, like one galactic one earth, which is great because it kind of, you know, gives us both flavors of the cosmic universe and the earthbound universe. And then they eventually merge into this one big gigantic super fight. Once Thanos comes down to collect the final stone right uh uh, how how did how did you like those those team-ups
0: i loved that stuff so uh first of all i just i kind of i do kind of have questions about where is uh where's valkyrie where's korg like where are some of those other folks from the the ship where I, uh,
1: I, i think we're supposed to believe that they're dead that thanos has killed them before the movie
0: oh my lord really i was hoping they were part of the people that got away but maybe not Oh maybe
1: okay oh yeah because yeah. oh, yeah. they, they some people escaped
0: right because killing them without any kind of ceremony is a little bit like Alien Three opening with Hicks, uh, Newt and everyone else just dead.
2: <laughs> you know what I
0: mean? Like yeah. you can't be doing that to me. So I'm 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 hoping that they're out there living and, and doing whatever they're doing. Uh, chat room says no, they're alive, but I don't know how they know that. So uh, anyway, uh, the the team ups. I think that how they ended up with teams. Uh, the, the teams they ended up with was really strong. It didn't feel contrived and weird to me. Um, it opened up all kinds of new thinking and thoughts for me. Like, what does Aunt May think right now? Peter was on the bus. Yeah. He's not on the bus now. Where is Peter? I don't know if she knows who he is yet. Um, I can't remember how things went in Homecoming. I don't think she knows. And Yeah, no,
1: no. The final, final scene was her finding out that he was
0: spider oh that's right okay but even if she knows and now she knows that knowing what's going on like knowing about this these weird ships that came looking for stuff she knows he's probably involved and she has no idea that he's out there and the she's charged with his you know she's basically his parent the only loved one he has left in the world i couldn't stop thinking about that that really got to me for some reason yeah anyway on but- the off-screen
1: Aunt May yeah, is, off- is what is what got you throughout the movie <laughs> when literally every other character that you've been watching for a decade is dying?
0: Yeah, kind of. Like, weirdly, yes. It was weird. But anyway, the team-ups were great. Uh, happy to see Victor Wong uh, hanging out with Doctor Strange. I, he was my, one of my favorite things about Strange, uh, the, the yeah. that movie. So it was good to see him back. Although we don't know. He went back to uh, work on his shite, so he's a little bit of a chick in the bucket. We don't know what happened to him. Yeah. Or if he's one of the fifty percent or not. Uh so we'll hope he's he's good. But anyway. Sure. Uh, the way different people ended up with different people, I thought they were good.
1: Why are you you exclusively focusing on characters that either had the least amount of screen time or weren't in the movie? I don't know. Like, I'm (laughs) asking you, like, what did you think about the team-ups? And instead of being like, oh, it was cool that Spider-Man and Iron Man and Doctor Strange were all together, you're like, what happened to the following characters? The Valkyrie, Korg, and Aunt May.
0: Also, all right, I'll talk about somebody in the movie, Wong, who leaves after 20 minutes. No, it's a good point. I don't know why I do that. They, I, I often linger on why is a person not back yet, or why did they sure. leave, or how come they're not here in the first place. That stuff gets under my skin for whatever reason. Yeah, but but also
1: all the characters that were in the three-hour movie, we can talk about them too as well. Yeah,
0: we should talk about them. So so uh, what I liked about their, the team ups is they got to where they had to team up organically, not some dumb twist of fate or any crap like that they just ended up together in the in various ways and they were also super oddball pairings the idea that Thor is rolling around with freaking rocket raccoon is a freaking hoot uh yeah the fact that they run into uh Peter Dinklage (laughs) who's playing who's playing a dwarf but in, yeah. in in uh, you know, uh, Thor's world, Dwarf is a, a th- guy who's taller than everyone, but he's played by an actual Dwarf. It's amazing. Yeah. It was an amazing choice. I loved it. Um, it's not even his first Marvel role. He was in that X-Men movie. Um, the one before the last one, that wasn't very good. And the one before that wasn't that yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. The, trask, the, I guess. The
1: crossover one, right? Yeah, his name yeah. was Tra-
0: something Trask. Anyway. He was great. Totally blew my mind. A giant dwarf. What a great idea. Anyway, that pairing was one of my favorites, probably my favorite. Um, I also loved how uh, basically when Captain America shows up, it's a little dark and seedy, and it's you know who knows what those guys have been up to because they've been kind of on the run and they they're they're super disappointed with the system and you know they're rebelling basically and they're all in their little black leather uniforms and and I liked that and I liked that they've sort of all yeah. been sort of hanging out. So just those kinds of combinations were cool. I think, I think the Hulk should have been the Hulk more. I feel bad that David Banner had basically impotent Hulk impotence or whatever that was supposed to be. Well, but you want to know what they, they gave you the big
1: Hoss fight right up front,
0: right? Yeah, they yeah. they
1: gave you a Hulk Thanos with, with, with without Thanos having the infinity stones to, uh, to really F F some stuff up. You got a good, a good old punch them up fight, uh, but I actually really like that. I mean, specifically understanding that. Look, there's going to be yet more reckoning to come. We had yet we like we had Thor Ragnarok basically gave us the Hulk yeah. with minimal Banner, right? And and in this, we're starting to see a little bit of that that uh, Jekyll and Hyde that you would think would be kind of at the center of a Hulk movie, mm-hmm. you know, of of some of the the, the pathos from comics. There, there's been a lot said about how the Hulk is better as a side character than he is a main character and right. and obviously a, a Hulk movie, a standalone movie would be a challenge because Universal owns the rights to a, a solo movie. Mm-hmm. But I, I liked it. I, I thought it was uh, you know, we, we, we got more more uh, uh, banner there and also I feel like we, we just got a bunch of Hulk in Ragnarok. So I wasn't I wasn't too upset that he didn't uh he didn't factor beyond that first little fight there. Did you
0: like the idea that was uh they gave him the Hulkbuster? Because that's kind of the snake eating itself a little bit there. You know?
1: Yeah, I thought that was great. I thought that was uh that was that was great that he didn't you know really know how to use it and then <laughs>
0: you know was was
1: wrecking stuff. I thought that was uh that was that was that was good. And also it was like the ultimate, you know, uh, uh teamwork and friendship of Tony Stark and and uh Bruce Banner w- who like there is kind of that, that subsection of Marvel storytelling of like yeah. just the geniuses. Like just just the mega geniuses. And now you in the MCU you have but uh, uh Shuri from Black Panther, Tony Stark, Bruce Banner. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they bring in the fa- Fantastic Four, it's Mr. Fantastic. But I always I always do love it when like just the Smarty Pantses get together and do <laughs> Smarty Pants
0: things. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Uh I mean action-wise and pacing, it surprised me how good that went. What we were what we were doing here is coming into a film that had even more going on than than Civil War, even more going on than any other ensemble uh maybe movie ever. I'm trying to think of another movie that would be uh comparable in terms of like yeah. raw number of stars and characters that needed their own time, like all that kind of stuff. I don't I this may be unprecedented because I can't think of anything else. Um, but, to, but to have it work so well was really surprising to me. And I never, I never actually went, Oh boy, look at him rushing through this bit. Cause we got to hurry up and get that out of the way or else we're not going to have time for this. I never really felt that way. I mean, I think it's, it was on,
1: insanely, and, it was, it was insanely
0: well paced. I agree yeah, with you. Yeah. That surprised me. And I didn't, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to say I went not expecting less. I didn't, I was just nervous. I just thought, oh, there's a lot of people all making 20 million a movie and all wanting their big screen moment and everything else. And they somehow all got them and still made room for the most multi-dimensional villain, perhaps in comic book movie adaptation history. Maybe. Can you think of one that's better than Thanos? I can't. Joker. Joker's a little one note. He's good, but.
1: You know? Well, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, it, it's so hard to compare because what Thanos is asked to do here is really kind of be the star of a movie that nobody wants him to be the star of. Yeah. Uh, and yet he kind of has to be so all this galaxy of heroes can sort of orbit around him. And, you know, if, if you looked at this, uh, this phase of Marvel's uh, movies, it's been about kind of the villains that they've really answered some of their critics about like, hey, all the Marvel villains suck. They exist just so the heroes can punch him in the face at the end and their glowing light in the sky can go out. Uh, but Thanos is good. Killmonger was great. Uh, even even Dormammu in uh, Doctor Strange is somebody that is like so large and so unknowable that they have to have one of the most memorable scenes in the movie to have Doctor Strange outthink him. They can't outpunch him. You can't outpunch oncoming amorphous death. Uh, and and I think that's what Thanos did here. Another thing, I, I would hi- highly recommend everybody go read Slash Film has been reviewing all the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies in anticipation for this. And they made a point with this last phase that there is the running theme of colonialism, of an invading force, uh, uh, yeah, that is either some in some way superior uh, uh, deciding how they will interact with a less civilized society mm-hmm. and obviously that comes to a head in this movie as Thanos as the Conqueror is just imposing his will on the entire universe but you saw that with Black Panther Black Panther is a story about a, a nation a pondering whether or not they want to colonialize if they want to spread their advanced civilization around the world and uh, uh, there's there's a lot more of it uh, Throughout Guardians and Doctor Strange But I don't know Look, with this film I thought it was so funny It was so true to all these characters I, I, I really can't say enough about it uh, You know, it's just Hats off I, I've consistently been impressed Since the moment I walked into Thor The first Thor movie I was like, there's no way I'm going to like a Thor movie because Thor sucks butt. <laughs> and he's always sucked butt. And I've hated him as a character since I was a kid. He's always so boring. He's just this, like, all right, th- th- just such a, a transparent, Here, here's IP we don't have to write and we can own because it's like a, a mythological figure. He was always like the difference between Thor and Hercules, also a Marvel character, was never really all that different for me. And they blew me out of the water with that one, and this one continued Marvel overachieving with storytelling, humor, and super relatable characters.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's a a hell of a way to cap off 10 years of of, uh, really impressive stuff. And I felt the same way about the first Thor. I just went, oh, man, really? We're doing this? And he's such a funny, charismatic, bankable character now. Like, you could almost argue Thor is... And I'm part of this, this feeling might be coming from he just had a huge successful film that everyone really loved. And it it also gave him more of a chance to sort of strut around and be be humorous as well as kind of stoic and Thorish. But yeah. he feels like the he feels like the leader right now to me. Like in the comics, Captain America's kind of head of the team. There's back and forth with him and Tony Stark over time in the comics where you know, Tony's sort of head cheese or whatever. And in the movies, Tony's kind of been that because he's been the more bankable star, but I'm telling you, Hemsworth just creeping up everybody's ass and becoming this important thing. But then they proved it to me again, with something, actually in two cases, uh, Ant Man should have been super dumb. Uh, there's no way yeah. that that were. It's dumb in comics. There's no way that should be any good anywhere. Totally good. Nailed it. Heist movie uh, approach was perfect. All that stuff was great. And then they do it again uh, with Guardians of the Galaxy, maybe, maybe even more so with that. That stuff is yeah. weird in the comics. It is not mainstream. It is the least mainstream thing ever. And we've talked about this before, but I don't know anybody hardly before that movie who could have told me what the hell the Guardians of the Galaxy were. They don't know. A raccoon yeah. and a tree? Come on. Like, it's insane. And they completely pull that off. And and, and not just pull it off, but, like, create a... I mean, ra-
1: look, the, 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 the two... The two- Two of the biggest cheers in my audience were the establishing shot of space where rubber band man is playing. And all of a sudden you're like, yeah, we also got a Guardians movie <laughs> uh, and and Wakanda, yeah. you know, and and these are ladder heroes. I yeah. mean, they they made Iron Man. I mean, Iron Man was never even a big Marvel hero. He's he's one of the the, the third tier heroes to begin with, mm-hmm. and now they've made fourth fifth tier heroes some of the biggest, most culturally relevant icons in popular culture.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's no small feat. So, uh, yeah, capstone this thing as a capstone is pretty amazing, and
1: so also Drax got the best lines.
0: Drax always he always gets the freaking best lines. Dave also-
1: Batista, oh my god! By the way, also I'm pretty sure that over the last, number one, not only did uh, uh, the number one box office crown change hands from The Rock to Dave Batista, but there was also a fourth place finish from John Cena in there as well with his comedy blockers. So <laughs> the wrestlers are doing very well at the box office these
0: days. I agree, and they deserve it. Uh, the other movie I was going to say that always shocked me, and in this movie I'm just so glad it ever happened, is Doctor Strange. That's easily one you could have left uh, untouched, never decided to even go for her. I remember first hearing about it and going, oh, come on, really? That guy? Like, that is such a 70s weird thing. Uh, you may as well bring Silver yeah. Surfer in here or something. And yet they not only nailed it, but he's he so important to this movie. And I got way more of him than I expected, way more Guardians than I expected. Like, I, instead of feeling like there was too much crammed in, I was just impressed with how... Much was crammed in and didn't feel crammed in. It's hard, it's hard to explain, yeah. but it just did not feel like a mess. And I cannot wait to see it again tonight. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Just talking about it.
1: Well, I'll tell you what. How about y'all go ahead and give us a little call 801-285-9395. We will keep talking about this uh, as you guys call in and give us your feelings. I know that there's a few people in there that didn't like the movie. I can see y'all in the chat ring a ding ding right now. Let's let's hear it from
0: you. Yeah, if you got an opinion, don't be just spouting it in there. We got that's cool and all we like an active chat room. We need to hear your voice. Okay, so get it in here. Let us know. 801 285 9395. There was one a second ago and I just barely missed it. Whoever you were, you can call back and we'll we'll add you back. Oh, I think they may have just called back. Hold on, let's see. Did it work? Hi, you're on the air. Who's this? Hey, this is J.C. Calhoun. Hey, J.C. What's Calhoun. Up, JC? What's up, yo? What's going on? Hey, man. Well, you're all wrong, so there you go. <laughs> wow, go. that's that simple, huh? Give us uh, give us the breakdown. Why yeah. are we wrong? Why is it bad? Uh, I agree the character bits are awesome. All the characters are great. But the storyline's got, like, enormous holes in it. Oh, Thanos, we're going to kill everybody, except I'll just leave Thor and live here. Oh, Thor, he's got the only one that's got anything that can do anything. Uh, I just want to kill Thanos <laughs> or Thanos. Hey, you want to fight population? Maybe just like make people sterile since you have magic powers instead of killing people.
3: <laughs>
0: no, that's not his
1: thing. <laughs> no, it his isn't thing his is isn't to kill people. His right. thing is, is, is that you can kick. And by the way, all I'm going to say, I don't want to get political on here, but Thanos' plan, if you start to read stuff about, like, uh, 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 eugenics and and population bombs and overcrowding, like, there are real people who make real arguments that are not dissimilar to Thanos. Literally, the only thing that is different oh, is that yeah, absolutely. He's, he's, he's a cosmic alien who can do it in one snap and 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 is willing, if not uh, feels honored, to be the guy who, who has the nuts to to do it. And he can be everybody's bad guy when they are living in harmony.
3: Yeah.
0: And I, I'm so super glad they didn't bring up the whole, I love death thing, which is from the comics. Cause that's kind of dumb yeah. and stalkery. So I'm super glad they did that. But yeah. I was, you know, there were too many plot holes for me. And, I, and honestly, I I've left the last couple of Marvel movies, just not been like, meh. So I think I'm done. I don't know. You <laughs> think you're done. Wow. That's, that's some uh, That's a, that's a dark, uh, Dark ending to that call. Let's take this next one. Uh, see what we got here. Hi, hello. You're on the air. Who's this? Uh, hey, it's Jonathan in New York. Hello, Jonathan in New York. Always good to hear what's from you. What's your uh, what's your take on all hey, this, man? Are we
3: talking Are we talking about how Thanos supported the universe?
0: <laughs> yeah, kind of. Well, half of them, right? You got all. You got. You got a good I'm half super, done. I'm
3: super psyched for leftover season four now. <laughs>
0: Yeah, the first thing I got when that movie ended is uh, Brian Ibbot sent me a text in the theater. He was right ahead, right behind me, and he sent me a text that said, uh, <laughs> "He says I'm really stoked for Avengers: colon, uh, Leftovers." I mean, yes, they took the they did a rapture storyline, right? Like that's what they've well, done. At by, the by end, by the way,
1: anybody anybody who's a fan of the leftovers, go read uh, Alan Steppenwall, I believe, uh, who's a huge he's a television writer primarily. But wrote about Infinity War and uh, is a huge leftovers fan, so you will you will enjoy Mr. Seppenwall's writing uh, about Infinity War and how it relates to that show.
0: I'm fan- I'm I'll if, check it out. I'm fascinated by I, I enjoyed, that I stuff. I enjoyed the movie. Yeah. Oh, you did. Okay. Good. Give me a grade, A to yeah, F. I mean, I, Where are you? Uh, it's not as good as Winter Soldier, but it's it's up there. And that Winter and I Soldier. I agree with Justin in terms of the. There's too many MCU movies at this point to to really create a hierarchy of films. There's so Different
2: and all over the place, and I
0: think, yeah, Ant Man,
2: like you said earlier, is a, is a great example. It's, of almost,
0: that. it's almost like its own industry at this point. Um, good call. Let's take this one from this person. Hi, who's this? Hey, guys, it's me and I am sci Hey, man, what's up? What's up, buddy?
2: Not too much. Uh, so, all right, I've been waiting for this movie for freaking 10 years, and it's it absolutely delivered on what I wanted it to do, but I, I, it's still not perfect. And I, I I'm going to go on the negatives before I go into on positives. One thing, one thing real quick. I love Thor Ragnarok and I, and I love this movie. I'm still kind of annoyed with the way that they've sort of just thrown the Asgardians to the side. Mm. And it, like, I mean, I mean, quite, quite literally in the first part of this movie, like we see that the massacre of at least 50% of what's left of the Asgardians after they first, you know, save them at the end of the, of Ragnarok after a bunch of them die. Like, they're basically just casting them off to the side almost because I feel like they don't even really know what to do with them.
0: They're almost, it's almost Krypton at this point, that place. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just about everybody's I, I, I getting do, that. I,
2: think
3: that that's, I,
1: I do think that that's part of it, though. And and look, we don't know what's going to happen with Thor past this movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Everything's possible, right? Uh, right. Right. But, uh, yeah, but, but you want to know what you, you can have it one of two ways. Either these movies can be completely stakeless and consequenceless, or we can get right. upset because our favorite thing was the stakes and the consequences.
2: Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, right. no. And, and, that, and that's what I appreciate the most out of this. Like the fact that for once this was a movie where the trailers did not give everything away right. made me very happy because yeah. I thought I, I going into this, I thought I knew what the story was. and going out of it i i got a I got a story that was way closer to the the actual comic books than i was ever expecting it to do like you know they they misdirected us with uh with hulk being in all all the trailers and we barely get any hulk at all in the movie and that that was actually a a important part of the movie with him being so afraid to come back out um and and yeah i i was i was absolutely blown away by by what i was presented with it was it was the Empire Strikes Back of the of the Marvel Cinematic
0: Universe. Let me ask you guys a question, neither one of you know this, I don't know, but uh, the infinity yeah. stone that controls time that Doctor Strange has. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of people have said to me, the reason I hate this movie is because Strange could have heard about what was going on and did the time thing and stopped Thanos like years before and killed him or had some other thing happen because he's got this time stone that's willy-nilly hop around time. I... F- uh, does it work like Wait, that or
1: did, does did, did he, not, he explained that he literally went yeah. through every possible iteration of this story and said that there's only one version in which we win and that's why he's smiling when he's being disintegrated because he knows he knows yeah. that all of this needs to happen this is the only way that they can beat Thanos. yeah but that's him looking at exactly. the future
0: not the past what i mean is if you can turn back no, the past
1: the future the, the future would involve him turning back to the past
0: Oh, yeah. I see what yeah, you're
2: saying. I, I, feel like, I feel like he had the uh, the options to do all of that. And, you know, it's like, you know, do you go back in time and kill Hitler? Like, okay, great. You go back in time and you kill Hitler. There's another Hitler to take his place. Yeah. Well, right, yeah. You know, right, like there's, right, right, it, it, right.
0: It, it's, it's that sort of situation. I get that. Yeah. yeah. You make well, I mean, at point. least,
1: like, the thing is, like, if you're going to say it's like a plot hole, like, they did explain it. So you can say that the explanation wasn't enough for you. Right. But they did go out of their way to say, hey, look, this is everything that is happening including star lord being a, a butt and not being able to you know get uh, uh or you're freaking out when he finds out about gamora all right. of it needed to happen because it is leading to a better result the, the only way that they can kill thanos right now what consequence is the big question
0: yeah that's that's the bigger thing we don't know and we will probably hi you're on the air
2: hi there this is alex from uh california hello alex uh Hey, how's it going? So, I just watched it yesterday, and I just wanted to say that, like, um, one of the things I liked about it is that they were able to pack in so much where, like, normally if you watch, like, uh, maybe one of those Netflix Marvel uh, series, they have a lot of small side stories that kind of get a little boring, whereas in this movie, I really felt like it was fast-paced. You got to see your cameos, every, every character that they came up with, like, it was good to see them. And then, uh one thing I kind of saw was like Doctor Strange you said there's only one outcome where we win, so I kind of think that maybe this is the outcome where everyone dies, and maybe that had to happen in order for them to ultimately
0: win well the the part but that the part that, that yes and yes and no, because the ultimate winning can't be that Peter Parker is dead because Sony has plans for <laughs> For that kid,
2: yeah. And okay. more... I, say, say, well, yeah, I
0: don't
1: yeah, think yeah. he's actually dead, right? Yeah, I mean, you got to. You had Let's try to stick inside the actual universe that they are telling, right? Because we know that. Look, there's there's going to be a Black Panther too, because Black Panther, yeah, yeah, $100 it's hundred million dollars, right. so it's like, but like that, but it's not like Tony Stark. We don't. We're not introduced to him by him folding down a newspaper that says Black Panther box
0: office, bofo. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's a really good point. Ah, right, you're on the air. Is this?
3: Uh Sean from Reno. Hey and, Sean. Uh, What's up? Scott's uh offhand comment about Silver Server made me think Do you guys think the uh
0: Fox Disney merger will be far enough along that at the end of the next movie we'll start teasing Fantastic Four or Galactus? Oh, this is such no, a good question I, though. I, I love this question because I mean I want every possibility that represents, but I don't think they're far enough along. Do you, Justin? Uh, would, or or I mean I would
1: say that. That merger is still not official and everything I would bet you scripts have been written for the next phase uh, and and would have to be tremendously rewritten uh, or new scripts kind of commissioned uh, to, to know where they're going. So if and when that is to happen, I would say it would probably be at least another we're, we're another Avengers movie beyond the one that we're going to get next year away from any of that happening hmm. now eventually hmm. us building to an x-men versus avengers storyline seems inevitable
0: yeah yeah it does to me too but i i'm I, with the caller great call by the way thank you The what i think he's kind of getting at um is why not couldn't we see i'm trying to think i mean wolverine's done pretty much right like after logan he says i'm out but let's just say he's not. Let's say Hugh Jackman's still in as Wolverine for just a second, just for supposing. Sure, if they get, yeah. made this deal happen and they've got some sort of penultimate fight, there is a lot of history uh, that they you could... The
1: fight, the fight before the fight before the last fight?
0: Of the, yeah, the fight before the last... Yeah, it would have to be, right? Uh, there's some history between Wolverine uh, and and Thanos. Having him suddenly show up or be somehow inserted into the story... Isn't that crazy of an idea if they have the rights to do it? I Honestly, the Spider-Man stuff is kind of that. And and, and and certainly in Civil War, that was exactly what Spider-Man was. It was this weird insertion uh, that, that kind of was small and cameo-ish and good. Uh, it was good, but, yeah. it, you know, like, why not? Why can't we do that? Because they don't have the rights. Not yet. <laughs> and they don't have it yet. I agree. I completely agree.
1: That took... I mean, remember... That we pretty much only have Spider Man in the MCU because uh of that weird Sony hack that right. chased Amy Pascal from Sony and then she became a producer and made like the deal of the century because she knew uh everything that Sony would want, but you know, you can't really give it away if you're the CEO. Right. You have to feed somebody outside that knows how to make that deal, and she did. Yeah. Uh the, the, the Fox Disney deal is not done yet, so we're not gonna see that in the next
0: movie. Hi caller, high you're high on call- the air. Hey, it's Kelly from Atlanta. Good afternoon. Hey, good to hear up, from homie? you. What's up?
2: Imagine a world where they stopped the stopped the movies here, where none of the ones were made.
0: Oh, they gotta finish this one though. <laughs> Imagine
1: all the Imagine. lost money. All the all the money that would stay in our pockets, it would get so lonely and old.
0: I mean, yes. <laughs> what I, what Justin's saying is is true. Like we always have to remember with this stuff the it's not just people um you know like the russo brothers I, was, I went down a deep hole on where those guys have been and where they're from I was trying to figure out why there are so many arrested development jokes in these movies went back and found out they directed the pilot plus plus like dozens of other episodes of arrested development oh. I had no idea um both separately and together as brothers and and, and separately and um anyway The idea that they are fulfilling some cool artistic stuff that they would always have wanted to do about a thing they're fans of is absolutely true and apparent in this work. And I think up and down from effects people to the actors themselves, they're all getting to do really cool artistic stuff. But all of it, and I mean all of it, is in service of huge amounts of money to be made. So them stopping now would be way premature. It would be like Call of Duty stopping at three. Modern Warfare 3 even though people at this point are like well we've had enough Call of Duties the money's still being made it's still just a print money printing machine even if they yeah. lost a little on the next one or something uh, they're not stopping like Star Wars Last Jedi didn't make the kind of money that uh, the other the uh, 2015 Force one Awakens, did. Force did, Awakens yeah. did but that's guaranteed not a way to stop they're not going to go oh well i guess we're good we're not going to make these anymore No, it
1: only was like the fifth highest grossing movie of all time and not the first so
0: (laughs) right screw you yeah screw you money making everything yeah
1: now uh, apparently rumor or the the reports are that the russos are done after this next movie after they're out they are out of the marvel cinematic universe which tell you what if you've gone on the run that they have where it's uh you know winter soldier civil war and then infinity war one and two like whew,
0: yeah whew. yeah no they as far as i'm concerned they're That's
1: the run baby they can do whatever the hell they want for the rest of their
0: lives they are powerful torch holders uh hi you're on the air who's this
2: hi guys this is desiree
0: um hello i'm still i'm still um, thinking hey, about the. she's still making me want more of these Rice Krispie <laughs> things back here you sent me so
2: be, be, be easy with those. Those are those are dangerous.
0: Yeah, I know. I kinda, I'm tempted to eat that whole thing, but I'm not going to. I'm going to hold off. I'm good. Anyway, okay. what's good. your take today? Good.
2: Um, I actually had a question. Did you guys feel that um, I was watching some things on YouTube, and someone had mentioned that they felt that they did Hulk wrong. Hmm. Like, they, they felt that his character was represented incorrectly. And I, cause I, the whole thing about him not wanting to come out and I was like, well, I'm like, well, cause he was scared, but someone's like, that's just wrong. He would never be scared. He's, he's fueled on fear.
3: Mm-hmm. So
2: it, it did, did you guys feel that they did this character wrong or is it something that may be part of his character development? Well, just from a, just, they-
0: just from a, like, I want to, I want more Hulk action. I was disappointed, but that's just a, that's just petty me. You know, I I actually think what what Justin said earlier is true. It served the story better to have Bruce Banner be who he was and what he was dealing with. But I also have a feeling this Hulk not coming out thing has something to do with the ultimate resolution of of the cliffhanger and the story. And I don't know what it is yet. I don't have theories as to how it applies. But I don't think there's a mistake as to why the Hulk did not want to come out. And it has something bigger to do with something.
1: I mean, look there have been plenty of banner can't get the hulk to come out stories in right. in the comics it's not like that's a new thing that was invented by the you know marvel cinematic universe <laughs> this is the first time that we've really seen it on yeah. that level yeah. uh, uh but i think the fact that he got his ass kicked in the beginning of the movie uh is is uh, or, or felt a power that he had never felt before even going you know jumping headlong into that uh gigantic uh fire monster at the end of ragnarok <laughs> is is there to a well never mind, i have a whole nother i have a whole nother monologue to go on about how you can look at the fights in infinity war mm-hmm. and lay it out like a wrestling storyline <laughs> or pay-per-view because
0: of course it, you do it, of course you have this theory
1: Well, I'm just saying that it's very well done because it constantly gives you interesting permutations that eventually get you to where the movie wants to go, which is everybody going after Thanos. And so first you see, you introduce him as a threat by doing something that nobody's really done before, beat the crap out of the Hulk with his fists. And you're like, oh, all right, well, now you got my attention, this person that we've never seen before. Uh, And now... Uh, uh, You know, by the end of it, it's literally everybody doing literally everything. And he still wins barely, barely. He is like about to die when he uh, uh, is able to uh, complete his goal. Right.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a trope, too, to have what you think is your invincible weapon. You know, that old joke in the movies we have we have the Hulk. Yeah, they use it all the time and they used it again here. But he was defeated in that fight. Yeah, um, and then sent on the worst rainbow ride of his life,
1: <laughs> and then Himdale, yeah, just uh, uh, tosses him, just rugby pitches him down to earth into <laughs> Doctor Strange's foyer,
0: which was I don't know if that was on purpose in terms of location. That seemed a little convenient. It had to have been on purpose, right? I'm not going to call it, I, it a plot so, hole.
1: Yeah, he's 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 shooting him to the place that he knows he can get help.
0: Yeah, uh, which but is, how does uh, he, he know expected. that Strange? How does how does him doll know Heimdall doll? Know that uh, Strange is the place to go.
1: He runs the Bifrost. Yeah. Like, that's literally all he knows
0: is where people are going. <laughs> that's the job. He was very attractive in this movie, according to my wife. He just, he just knows. Wait, which one? My wife thinks that Heimdall. Heimdall? No, Heim, yeah. Idris Elba is just like this man of ultimate uh, attraction.
1: I mean, hey, he was in the movie for like this. Is, maybe this is the you and your wife can talk about all the characters that were in the movie for under five minutes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Then we'll just talk about all the ones that didn't show up. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And then and then that's it. Nothing else to talk about. Yeah. no. no, no yeah. Not about, uh, I don't have a problem uh, with that. <laughs> yeah. He sees all. Here's all. I get it. See, this is the thing I like about the movie. I actually think that there are probably things people will perceive on the surface as being kind of a, a plot hole like I just did just then. Like, it's a question in my head, but there's an answer to it. Like, they've got answers for most of it. Um, I, I think, yeah. by the way, getting back to my original point about the time gem, I think that that thing only works in proximity of stuff. Like, you can't just have, you can't turn back time on everything all of a sudden everywhere. I think you can do it in small ways. Like, they get to watch them rewind the vision getting killed. We haven't even talked about vision, by the way. Yeah. Um, but anyway, you know, people can sit and watch that process. Of him being destroyed and him being re- reconstituted and then destroyed again, and I and, and they're seeing it linearly. They're not going back in time, also. So it's this focusy time control thing, which I think answers a whole bunch of things that would otherwise be plot holes. So, so yeah. uh, I you know that's part of why I think I like the movie so much is is I'm not detecting a ton of them. And someone out there is going to yell at me right now. And go, what are you talking about? The whole movie's plot holes. Fine, email us in. Tell us all about the plot holes. But
1: yeah, I, I guess. I don't know. I mean, look, if there are a lot of movies that have plot holes and there are some that I care about, there's some that I that I don't. Uh, if I'm bored, I tend to care about plot holes a lot more than I do if I'm having a good time. And, you know, that's where if if you know, normally where I get yelled at for being pedantic and arguing about things is usually when I'm just not enjoying a movie right. and therefore am more interested in picking it apart. I didn't really I felt that all the characters had fairly clear motivations and 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 the ones that were stupid were played as stupid and and look the movie turns on Star-Lord freaking out about Gamora and and that's that's where kind of the uh the might of the heroes are kind of thwarted because he can't control his emotions. Yeah uh, but that's that that's not played as like great job Star-Lord you screwed up we're all happy. <laughs>
0: Right, no, like that was that had to happen, uh and I, I I'll say this about that where everyone's disappearing at the end, and people are you know fading out. You're not quite as an audience sure where, how you're supposed to be feeling about that. Like you're kind of like, well, it's mystical and weird, and then they're dust and they're just flying away like ashes, like, okay, and then everyone kind of looks at them weird when they disappear. They don't seem to be freaking out the way I would, and, and like there's a lot of questions in my head about this experience they're having until peter parker based you know yeah. kind of panics and doesn't want you know utters the words i don't want to go i don't want to die i don't want this to I don't happen go mr stark yeah, yeah like suddenly everything becomes very personal at that point and i'm really glad they put that in there otherwise it just felt it just felt like a a device and and it's a good device but this this just really made it seem personal and there's that mentor yeah. thing between him and and Peter, and it, and that matters, and he's kind of in this mess because of him, and so there's guilt, and there's all these great things that, that are layered in there just because of that one choice, and I'm glad they did that, because nobody else really had that kind of disappearance. They were all just sort of like, oh, here we go, and they just disappear. Um, I thought that was well, a little I touch of genius.
1: Nobody really knows. Like Everybody's just kind of dissolving, and they're like, wait,
0: what is up? I'm dead. And they're not doing it just for clarification for someone who may be thinking different. This isn't meant to be... They never existed. This yeah. is this is meant to be. They are being destroyed, right? Yeah, Thor and Star
1: Lord together were
0: just great. Oh, I, I know, I loved it. it.
1: That stuff. Is, I, love, I, I love. I love them measuring their dad issues against <laughs> each other. It's just so
0: good. Yeah, when they found them and just that whole interaction, and I love that group. Yeah, I mean,
1: so many great moments. Uh, yeah, a, a, a rocket, uh, 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 you know, coveting Bucky's arm uh, was another.
0: Yeah, his <laughs> line where he's like, oh, oh I'm going to get that arm. I'm, like, I'm
1: going to get that arm.
0: Yeah, it was great. Like that kind of stuff just really resonated. And it's because they built these characters in a way that we care about them. And it's just like storytelling 101. They just know what they're doing. It's crazy. Oh, yeah.
1: And then going after Star Lord because he used to be a fat guy,
0: like in real life. <laughs> it's just amazing. Yeah, that was pretty good. So we'll uh, see. But, Ev- all right.
1: The final scene, the after the credits scene, the Marvel movie trope that has uh, really affected so much movie making, that has made sure we watch every special effects house, uh, the, all their 50,000 credits. The idea that Captain Marvel will be a key factor in this next Avengers movie. Are you excited?
0: Interested? Yeah, partly because the Captain Marvel movie, isn't it next? Or is, no, Wasp and uh, Ant-Man's next, right?
1: Uh, Ant-Man and Wasp uh, had their new trailer drop today. Fun fun looking.
0: And I think after that.
1: I would imagine that we are going to get some kind of Infinity War interaction, although they have said publicly that there won't be, but... I would be a little surprised if that ending credit scene didn't have
0: Oh, it'll have some impact sure. Yeah, they they're they're pretty good uh, about tying that stuff together, but if she if she and her movie are directly affected by it, then her whole plot could revolve around this in some way. Um but maybe they're not doing this in the same timeline. I I don't know. I don't know how they're doing that. But also well, so
1: they're... Captain Marvel takes place in the 90s. So uh it is oh, something that Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, well and that, then, that's why it that's why it has uh homeboy, the, the villain from the first Guardians in it.
0: OK, all right. I'm down with that. That's OK with me. I'm all right with that. Uh, the one the, it's a it's a broad assumption, though, from uh, uh, Nick Fury that she's not one of the 50 percent that's dust at this point. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, anybody you call on your phone could be floating into the neighbor's yard any minute. Sure. Yeah,
1: especially that that weird like clarinet <laughs> version of a Motorola two-way.
0: Yeah, what the crap was that? Anyway, I mean, look, trying to
1: communicate with somebody from you know some distant lands.
0: Yeah, I understand how it works. All right, well, it's going to do it for us today. Great discussion today. Great calls, everybody. You guys were, you guys were awesome. Uh, we have held on to with a great grip the electoral college unfriend me uh, content for next week. Okay. So calm down if you're all super stoked about our archaic electoral oh, well, process.
1: We, we haven't talked about Red Skull. Were you pumped to see Red Skull back? Oh,
0: so for a while it was throwing me because I wasn't sure it was him. First of all, because he was just kind of like hooded and, you know, he could have been just some demon new character. And then when they got to his face, I went, oh, this, let's, Red Skull. But then the voice is not uh, Elf King from Lord of the Rings. Uh, not Weaving. Yeah, Hugo Weaving. So because it's not him, I'm thinking, oh, well, maybe it's not him. So I kind of had this, I farting around in my head in that scene. And I need, that's actually why I'm excited. One of the reasons I'm excited to watch it tonight is I'll be able to soak that in without being distracted. But I, I, I couldn't figure out if they were trying to say that was an actual red skull. Was that some other kind of guy that just was, you know, like the dude stuck in the third Indiana Jones movie who told you whether you picked the right goblet or not. And like, I, you he know, was,
1: I, he was a little crusader <laughs> from, uh, from, from last crusade. Right.
0: Uh, I love that trope. Yeah,
1: yeah, I mean, that, that to me, seemed, that was the only one of those things where it was like, very comic booky. It was just like, oh, like every character is gonna be somebody. Like, there's, you know, there's, all of a sudden, you know, the 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 grave they're gonna walk by. It's like Iron Monger. Remember him from the <laughs> Obadiah Stone? Uh, so it. Although I kind of always assumed from that first Avengers movie, considering uh, uh, that Red Skull doesn't die, that right. he gets into the cosmic abyss. with with the Tesseract that uh, that we were going to see him again I was excited to see him but it it was it was a character that could have been played by anybody it just happened to be uh, somebody doing a Hugo Weaving impression
0: yeah and it was fine I don't have a problem with it the idea that he's at the exact spot Thanos needs to come and figure out how to get the soul stone I mean sure well well, he's
1: the guardian He's, he's the guardian of the soul stone
0: yeah but it's so convenient that he's the guardian of the soul stone you know what I mean like, yes.
1: No. That that that's what I'm saying. It's very comic booky, and that it's literally just there for the. And I know that I I can I get you know I I, I savaged, uh, I, savaged, stupid, uh, a Rogue One because it was like you know five minute uh, a screenshot of blue milk and everybody's supposed to cheer and jizz at the same time. Uh, and this was a little bit of just randomy fan service, but it was so out of left field that I really dug it. Yeah,
0: it's fine. It's fine. The movie earned it, I think. Uh, anyway, go see it, Avengers: Infinity War. That's the name. You can't miss it. It's everywhere, and uh, I'll be seeing it again tonight with my kids who have not seen it yet. So I'm very. Excited. I'll be
1: seeing it. I'm. I'm excited. I'm. I. I love it. I, I even. Even. I don't know. It was just great. It's I kind of become- wish
0: there are days. There are days like this last weekend where I wish I was twelve, and this was now. This was my childhood movie time. I don't think these kids just, appreciate like, we'll it.
1: Just start comic book. We're just we'll just start comic book movies at the MCU. Yeah, let's do that. Like, <laughs> I mean, aside from X Men, they were almost all garbage. Like, that's the thing. Is like now, like it just it, it's the hallmark of being an old person that you're like. <laughs> Hey, remember when comic book movies were total garbage and they were just <laughs> insulting tripe that would be shoved down our throats because uh, they wanted to make a quick buck off IP that they knew us sweaty nerds would go <laughs> see no matter what? Right, right.
0: No, that's true. But yeah, this is just... yeah.
1: The Nolan Batman's were good. I'm just saying that like now, comic book movies are like really good. You get like really good, fun people, and and I gotta say, uh, who knows what happens in this next Infinity War, but ma this phase of Marvel movies is probably my favorite,
0: oh, yeah, no, it's great. It's one of the most it's great it's and it's clear that they've they're in a rhythm and and some people may not like this current rhythm, but I'm really is the sequence or the the frequency is attuned to me uh, yeah. as as a viewer, and I think probably is true of a lot of you out there. Let us know what you think, and as always, any pre thoughts you might have about the United States and its electoral college that's next week. Yep. <laughs> Yep, Whoop, Wrong thing I played. Uh, the next week here on Unfriend Me. Uh, we should probably give them all the info before we go. Patreon.com slash Unfriend Me is where you can go support the show. Uh, show at gmail.com is where you can contact us. That number to keep in your phone is 801-285-9395 and we record on Tuesdays at 12 noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. Uh, for those in the Utah time zone, that's the mountain time zone, that's at 1 p.m. on Tuesdays. So come live. That's how you get your calls in. Come watch us live, listen to us live, and call in and let us know your thoughts on whatever it is we're talking about. Justin, anything else you want to mention? Uh,
1: Yeah, folks, if you want to get my free political newsletter, you can go to freepoliticalnewsletter.com. Five days a week, you get my political thoughts very quick. A bunch of links, some gifts, a few hot takes that you can steal and repurpose to your own liking. Oh, go ahead and get it, freepoliticalnewsletter.com.
0: I like it. And I should mention this because uh, we're only like 600 bucks away from breaking through. But uh, the Kickstarter I'm running right now uh, for playing cards, we've done really well with it. It's over at frogpants.com cards, and we're about to break into a Go Fish deck, a dedicated, custom-made Go Fish deck. Not oh just my another God. card what are, what are you
1: at? What are you at right now? I don't what, know what, what the,
0: the total the is, total? but we're like 600 bucks shy is all.
1: Don't lie to me and tell me that you don't know what the total is. I really is. don't
0: right now. Honestly, don't. I, I'd have to look at Dave. Dave knows. He I, can tell me. I know all these people right it's now. It's 30-something, 30-something. To... Hold on. I can tell you right now uh 30 i can't find it oh 35 966 last 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 uh count six
1: five sixty four
0: something like that i don't know but it's uh all very exciting and uh y'all want to get a, a go fish deck then hot damn i got an answer for you so go check that out uh, i think that's gonna do it for us justin's at justin our young on twitter you can find me at scott johnson and uh, we tweet there all the time, including when the show goes live. Thanks everybody don't for can listening. i Mr. Johnson. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. Bye. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>